Hello and welcome to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I am Jordan Patswold and I am excited for so many different reasons for today's interview because alongside me in the Rock Studio, I have Dabria Carapita ready to tackle her first ever All You Ever Wanted to Know interview. Dabria, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Jordan. It's a it's a really good day. We got some amazing guests on the show today. Oh boy, you were geeking out pretty hard. Oh, just just a little bit, you know, basically jumping up and down <laughs> in my office when you told me about this, I was like, I, I can barely believe that the people that I grew up with uh, watching their films, I actually get to interview. And so here we go. Why don't you introduce, sorry, not just interview, but introduce who we have on the line with us today. We have Christian filmmakers, Alex and Stephen Kendrick from the Kendrick Brothers Productions. Hi, guys. How are you today? Good. How are you? We're in uh, Albany, Georgia in the U.S. Excited to talk to you. Well, Overcomer, it's the new movie that we can expect from you guys. Oh, so pumped for this. Now, tell us, uh, are things like release dates, have they been confirmed, finalized? What process in this film are we at now? Well, we're just waiting for you to pop the popcorn because the movie's ready to go and the theaters are booked. Uh, so many of them, August 23rd across the U.S. and Canada, uh, Overcomer will be hitting theaters. Uh, people can go to, sh- they can see showtimes and clips at overcomermovie.ca. So uh, we're excited about our sixth feature film. If people like War Room, Courageous, Fireproof, Facing the Giants, and for Dabria, uh, Flywheel, too, <laughs> then uh, we think they're going to love Overcomer. Can you give us that brief uh, synopsis of what the film ultimately is about, some of the main characters involved with it? Sure. This is Alex. Uh, the movie follows a, a small school. Uh, the coach, basketball coach there, is headed for a state championship run, and the largest factory in town shuts down and a lot of families have to leave town for employment reasons, and he loses all of his best players. And, of course, that would frustrate any coach. So the school asks him to also coach cross-country to help pick up the slack from staff and students leaving. And he only has one runner that comes out. It's a 15-year-old girl, and she has asthma. And that kind of symbolizes the situation that they're in. And so the coach and the girl go on a journey of discovering who they are. As a, as a guy, he struggles with his self-worth and status when he can't win anymore. And as a young girl, she's trying to find her place in the world and trying not to let just her feelings determine her value and worth. And so uh, we, we get to know these characters and their families and go on the journey with them throughout the film. And we love the way the movie ends up. Very inspiring and inspirational. You'll have tears in, in your eyes. At the same time, our, our test audiences were standing up cheering at the end of the film, and we, we love that because we want people to get inspired and to have a better understanding of, of their identity. Just how long of a process does it take to go from, I guess, making a film, uh, I guess, take us to just even overcome, or when did those early drafting stages begin to have this latest production to where we're at now, just one month away, or a little less than that even, uh, from the movie being out? It's really a two-year process for us of kind of blood, sweat, and tears and a lot of prayer. Uh, after War Room came out, we took a break, spent time with our families, and focused in on our home ministry. And then uh, the Lord began to birth this idea of a movie about identity. Uh, Alex had had the initial story ideas way back in Courageous Days, 
but we began to develop those because he was coaching all six of his kids towards state championship wins in cross country. And, uh, and I had gone through the process of adoption. My wife and I adopted a baby girl from China, and uh, we were learning about identity, uh, of watching her identity shift from an unwanted burden to a welcome, beloved blessing in her home. And the chapters Ephesians 1 and 2 kind of exploded in my life, understanding more about our spiritual adoption and our identity in Christ. At the same time, Alex was developing this storyline about identity. So uh, those two things converged. We saw that God was in the middle of that, and we began writing the script and developing that. We shot the movie last year. Uh, edited it last fall. We've been in color correction, special effects mode uh, earlier this year, and we're excited now because we've already begun the pre-screenings and showing it to leaders across the nation and just watching the responses in the theaters, people laughing, cheering, you know, at the end of the film, caught off guard by some of the twists and turns and, and really asking deep questions after the movie's over with. Wow, that's so incredible. So, so Kendrick Brothers Productions is a Georgia-based Christian film company, correct? Correct. And all your movies have this powerful gospel message, but was filmmaking always on your guys' radar as your chosen profession? I would say Alex uh, wanted to make films one day back when he was probably 12, 13 years old, you know, watching Raiders of the Lost Ark in the theaters, or we used to watch Disney movies a lot. And uh, he just had a passion for that. Uh, we both fell in love with the Lord in our teen years and began to study Scripture for ourselves. We were making our faith our own and not just our parents. And then we both went into ministry, and it was at, in 2002. We were at the same church, at Sherwood Church in Albany, Georgia, and the Lord just confirmed and birthed this idea of what if we tried to make a feature film for our community, and that became Flywheel. And we had no idea what was going to happen. It was an organizational mess behind the scenes, but we were praying every step of the way and to watch what God did with the film internationally and the lives being changed. He just confirmed, I'm in this and I want you to keep doing it. Absolutely. And that's one of the most incredible things about when you're walking in God's will, right, is he just has his provision. So what were some of the ways that you guys just saw God working very early on when you're working with a way smaller budget than your latest movie? Well, when we first presented uh, the story of Flywheel to our church in just story form, we asked God to provide $20,000 to buy just the necessary equipment uh, one camera, one microphone to, to shoot it. And there was a family that uh, came to our offices. We had not talked to them, and they said that they felt prompted by the Lord to provide a lot of that money. And before we knew it, uh, some people had given exactly $20,000, and and not people that we had um, asked, you know, asked money of. And um, they uh, said, uh, we think the Lord's in this, and so there's no strings attached. These were not even investors. These were just people saying, go do what God's called you to do. And, and so even early on, we saw uh, God providing the means for the story that he was in, inspiring us with, and, and um, even facing the giants, same type of things. You know, he would, uh, I remember a storm was coming when we were filming one of the football sequences, and we had to give the equipment that we had rented back the next day, so we couldn't uh, stopped filming, and we started praying, and he stopped the weather. It went around us before it kept going. And um, 
just watching things like that happen, uh, you know, we love seeing God's fingerprints all over, uh, you know, these, these movies and the things that we work on. So we're, we're trying to honor him uh, with what we do every step of the way. Part of the filmmaking, too, I had read and Dabry was also sharing with me a little bit beforehand of just how much you guys wanted to really like bust the the stereotype, if you will, of the Christian film. I think Canadian filmmakers uh, often struggle with the same thing. I mean, Canadian media often we are just those that are watching Canadian made productions. We're watching a moose, a moose who teams up with a beaver and they're doing <laughs> something. Oh, so ultra Canadian. Likewise, for yourselves, I understand that there was a bit of that uh, I guess that goal and inspiration that you just really wanted to set your movies apart that they just wouldn't be what might have fallen under what may have been a stereotypical connotation behind Christian film absolutely um, we were growing up watching Hollywood quality and seeing uh, cheesy Christian films you know that are low budget with amateur actors and on the front end we were we had drawn a little chart on the wall that says we want the power to go up and the cheese to go down, but we were limited to tiny budgets and inferior equipment and volunteers from our church being the actors. So we were praying for God to please help us because it can be really hard to make powerful, professionally-looking Christian films with uh, tiny budgets and you know amateur actors. And so, uh, but with every movie, we've tried to raise the bar for ourselves. Uh, go after professionals that also love the Lord and will honor God with their skills and their talents and with the platforms. Um, at the same time, we wanted to change some things because a lot of the Christian movies, it seemed you're, you're watching almost like a secular movie the whole time, and then right at the end you see someone hear the gospel and get saved, and then the credits rolled. And we wanted to show the before and the after. We wanted to show how Christ can transform their lives and so most of our films are kind of two big parts. The first part is before they give their lives to Christ or before they discover God's truth. Uh, and then the, the last half of the movie is you can see how their lives change as a result. And it was really resonating with people because you're watching a fuller journey of their life and you're seeing the power of God at work, which we see in ministry all the time, but it's rarely shown on film. You know, and so uh, we want to make family-friendly movies that are clean, that you can watch. Any age can see it. There's no stumbling blocks in it. We want to make them entertaining where you're on an emotional journey and you're laughing at clean jokes, you know, and you're uh, getting choked up at emotionally powerful moments. But we also want to communicate biblical truth that is timely and needed and relevant for our generation. And so... Uh, that's what we're praying towards and what we believe Overcomer will help provide in theaters on August 23rd. Well, guys, I don't think I've laughed harder in any movie than in that scene in Fireproof in the back of that police cruiser. <laughs> or one of the, Oh, man, uh, I still remember that scene so vividly and just uh, going nuts uh, in just laughter over that scene. And it was just... Uh, so amazing. The snake king thing. Yes, the snake. <laughs> <Sneaking>. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, gee. But yes, we're so excited to be joined today on All You Ever Wanted to Know by the Kendrick Brothers Overcomer getting released to theaters this August. And uh, we'll let everyone know of more details of local and area screenings. Uh, Yorkton, Campsack, I know we'll work our hardest to Roblin too, uh, and all these neighboring theaters to get the movie and to sell out the screenings as we've seen with some other films uh, that have had the screenings show up. And we just love helping uh, just push forward the ministry that you guys are being able to share the gospel in such an amazing way. Absolutely. And that's one of the most amazing focal points about your movies is that they are family friendly. And I just have so many memories growing up with my family having movie nights, watching your guys' movies and having those messages for me and my three younger siblings. I mean, those are great movies to grow up with, right? Because we're constantly bombarded with negative, secular, degrading messages. And your guys' movies always have these truths that you convey, right? So this being your sixth movie, have you found the process of creation from visualizing what you want for the film to the way uh, you release it have to have gotten easier or as the production has expanded what are some of the new challenges you guys have faced well we try to grow in our writing and storytelling with every film and we're asking the lord with every movie please help us uh to do uh, to grow, you know, as filmmakers. And so um, one of the things that we do is, as we're praying through scene ideas and messages, is we will put up a big piece of butcher paper, we'll put up uh, sticky notes, writing down a description of each scene, and then we'll color coat those sticky notes by the emotion we're hoping the audience will feel when they're watching the scene. And so after we move those around and we land in a, an order, uh, uh, of the film, you can kind of watch the emotional journey uh, as you as you look down through all these sticky notes. And then when we go out and shoot the scenes, and we're piecing them together, um, it, it's so exciting to watch the Lord consistently do better than what we had hoped. You know, Ephesians three twenty says He can do better than we can ask or imagine. And so we we ask for a lot, we imagine a lot, but He keeps blowing our minds. Uh, <laughs> by what he does on every film he surprises us with a performance or a moment or or something that comes together that we did not plan and we can't take credit for but we're just grateful that that we got to be a part of it absolutely god always goes above and beyond what we could even imagine and so you guys have done so much growth what is some advice that you would give to people who also have that heart and passion for bringing christ into the arts and sharing that message of his word well, no amount of money or star power or anything can take the place of uh, the favor of God. You want uh, the Lord to use uh, what you put your hand to to bless others, inspire other people. And, and we've said many times, we can make a movie, but only God can change the heart. So we would say, commit what you do to the Lord first. Um, ask Him to bless it, and then uh, you know, follow His prompting and uh, honor His Word. Uh, beyond that, you know, he's given each of us a place to live and experiences that we can share. You know, you, you, you do well when you write what you know, when you tell stories about what you're familiar with. So practice, practice doing short movies and then longer movies and, and uh, connect with other people. You know, we, we connect with a lot of people at the Christian Worldview Film Festival every year. We've uh, gotten crew members and cast members for our films from there, and, and, uh, and you grow and seek the highest level of excellence you can. And with every movie we make, we try to increase the production value and a level of excellence, and 
cinematography and really all aspects of movie making. And so we're still growing as filmmakers ourselves. But uh, commit what you do to the Lord, work hard, uh, learn all you can, and uh, let the Lord open doors for you. Absolutely. And that's wonderful that you guys really involve the local community and also your local church, because that's super important to have yourself rooted and grounded in your Christ community, right? So you can spread that message as a group of believers. Um, On a slightly more personal note, I was reading the bios on your website, and I saw that a few of you have chosen to homeschool your kids. And I'm a homeschooled grad, actually, kindergarten to graduation, and I was very blessed by that upbringing. Was your decision to homeschool your kids influenced by your career? choice, or was it something that had been on your heart to do before that? Uh, This is Stephen. I would say it was already on my heart uh, from the very beginning. As a youth pastor, I had watched public school kids, private school kids, and homeschool kids coming through my youth ministry, and uh, our parents were uh, on staff at a Christian school, and we're big fans of Christian schools, Uh, but at the same time, I loved how the homeschoolers were self-learners. Mm-hmm. And they developed the skill where if they wanted to learn how to play the guitar or learn Photoshop, they didn't sit around and wait for somebody to teach them. They'd go out and teach themselves. And so um, we believe in Christian education. First, we believe in just doing what God tells you to with your kids, that you need to pray about every kid every year. What does the Lord want? Uh, but we're commanded in Scripture to train up our kids to follow the Lord in Deuteronomy 6, to teach them to love the Lord. So we have, it's interesting, Alex and I and our oldest brother, Shannon, we've all had different kids. We've homeschooled at different times, and uh, and then we've got had kids where there would be different years where we would realize we need to put them in a Christian school and, and let them grow under certain teachers or at this season of their life. And I would just tell people, obey the Lord, whatever He tells you to do, but it has freed us up, the homeschooling for me, to bring my kids with me on set travel and interviews. I'm about to take my son Cohen with me to Latin America as we're promoting the movie in Latin American countries. And so he will get to have on on the job training, you know, navigating through the Atlanta airport and in these countries while he's also in school. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are any showing any interest in joining the family business of filmmaking? I know you guys will be proud of them regardless of what they choose in their future endeavors, but are any showing signs? I guess what I'm asking is, are we uh, to expect the next generation of Kendrick films? (laughs) Well, we we can say that during Overcomer, our families were heavily involved. Um, My son, Caleb, plays my son in the movie. I have two sons in the movie. One was an actor that we found through auditions. And that my younger son is my son in real life, um, Caleb Kendrick. And then my older son, who's 20, was on the camera crew. He's studying cinematography at a university in Tennessee. And um, he was on the camera crew. So of our four or five camera guys, he was one. And so a lot of shots in the movie were his shots. And so that is thrilling for me to be directing a film where, where my sons get to be involved and as a cross-country film some of my daughters were runners they didn't have speaking parts but they were runners in the film and then my wife is helping with catering and the you know hospitality behind the scenes steven's family the very same thing they're all involved in either set uh, production and design and 
and editing. And, and so our, our families, the older our kids get, especially 18, 19, 20, they're getting more heavily involved in the movies. And that is thrilling for us. Now, that multitasking, though, of acting and also directing, have you found that that's gotten easier? Or as you feel the expectation to keep putting out something better in terms of the production quality, has that added to the stress of it all? Or what has all that been like for you, Alex? Well, you know, every movie we do, to a degree, uh, stretches us, for sure. Um, each movie has gotten a little bit bigger in its scope and budget. Uh, you know, the crew's uh, number of people helping us has, has increased. And so uh, there, there is a little bit of, of pressure to, to uh, continue growing and learning, but that, that's actually a good thing. We, we don't want to ever be stagnant. We don't want to get complacent. With, uh, with some level. So as long as the Lord allows us to continue growing, we will. Uh, the next movie we're actually planning, um, you know, we may shoot overseas, and if we do, then that will be new for us as well. And so we, we want to keep growing in that regard and not ever getting stagnant at a certain level. And uh, as long as the Lord gives us these stories and opens the door, we'll, we'll keep growing and learning. Overcomer hits theaters August 23rd across North America. Again, joining us on All You Ever Wanted to Know, Alex and Stephen Kendrick, uh, the Kendrick brothers. Uh, Dabry, did you have anything further you wanted to make sure we ask? Uh, just to recap about Overcomer, because each of your movies have a message. What is it that you want people walking out of the movie theater, watching it on their own in their living room with their family to come away with? Well, you know, this culture has debated what gets to define who we are, you know, and a lot of people would say, well, it's your feelings or it's your situation, uh, your, your status, perhaps, or your success. You know, we believe the creator gets to define his creation and that your truest value comes in who God says you are. You know, he, he created us. He loves us more than, than we know. He knows us better than we know ourselves, and he has the authority to tell us who we are. As a quick example of what that means, my daughter Joy just finished her freshman year of high school, ninth grade, and she made the varsity girls basketball team, and almost every girl was older than she was. But she's such a good dribbler with the ball and makes great passes that the coach began telling her, by the fourth game in the, in the season, you're going to become a starter. And when she became a starter, she struggled with that because she said, Coach, there are older girls than me sitting on the bench that have more experience. And the coach said this to Joy. He said, Joy, I am the coach. I have the authority to say who is a starter and who is not. And I have called you a starter. And she started the rest of the year. Well, she did not start in, in the game as one of the primary players because she thought she deserved it or because, you know, she, she thought that, you know, she was necessarily better. She got that position because the one in authority over her told her that you're a starter. In the same manner, God has authority over us. He's the one that created us. So if he says you are loved, you are chosen, you are forgiven, you are justified, you're, you, are, you, know, you have a future with me, then that's true. And so I do not rely on my feelings to tell me who I am and my value. I rely on what God says about me. If people leave this movie thinking about that, aware of the fact that there is a God who loves you and wants a relationship with you, then we've done our job. That's powerful and just amazing. And, of course, what we've come to expect from you guys, which is uh, nothing short of just awesome messages uh, through and throughout your movies and over the past six films. And, well, when I hear Overcomer, though, guys, I automatically jump to Mandisa's song. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Does Mandisa show up anywhere, cameo, anything along those lines in this film? Or 
You know, uh, she's coming to the premiere, and there is a surprise in the film near the end of the film. Uh, I will tell you she's not on screen, but we do something very clever in the movie with that. And uh, we can't wait for you guys to see it. So I'll I'll save that surprise for when you actually see the film. (laughs) I knew it. Well, I, it's been an honor, you guys, to talk with you and just to f- really discuss your guys' heart and the heart that God's given you for bringing Jesus into the arts. Um, it's wonderful. I'm so excited, actually, to bring uh, my younger friends to this movie just because identity is definitely something that we all struggle with, but just specifically, like, the younger generation has so many messages of negativity and defining who you are uh, by untrue um, measures that I'm so excited to have that hey guys let's let's look at this movie where it's just a powerful example of who God says we are and that's an unchanging truth and so I'm just I'm stoked for this movie to be released well guys I can't thank you enough for your encouragement and excitement we're so grateful when people uh, get our films and uh, and are helping us to to get the word out and so just your excitement uh, uh, is, is such an encouragement for us well, thanks uh, for also joining us on the program. I know everyone's going to be rushing to the theaters, and we can't wait to see uh, just how many people do get this message to them. And uh, I like especially hearing of the story is that people don't know going into it, maybe to expect, of course, you know, uh, those that have seen your films in the past know very well what they're getting when they <laughs> go into it. But the others that are going to be surprised by the message, I think uh, that's pretty special in its own right as well. And so, again, our guests today on All You Ever Wanted to Know, Alex and Stephen Kendrick, the Kendrick Brothers. It's been such a pleasure to have you joining us and all the best in your future endeavors. And I mean, I know I haven't seen number six yet, but can't wait for number seven as well and maybe chatting with <laughs> you again next time when that comes along guys all the best and take care thank you so much god bless all you ever wanted to know on the rock 98.5 until next time have yourself a wonderful day and be blessed